everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 131. Welcome. Welcome. Now, we've been doing this show a long time. We have. Like, like four, four years, you said? Four years in June or July. Okay. And in episode one, we yes. talked about, it was your suggestion, episode tur- one. The very first episode, How Much Do We Love, a turban. Right? And in fact, that's where we came up with the term turbinate turbinate i'm turbinate i'm gonna fashion a turban right now as we're talking this i think you should here i'm gonna go go for it well i bring it up because apparently the turban is back officially officially it was in the new york times officially officially it says in the new york times now because over the last mm, six eight months Various listeners would send us links to mm-hmm. fashion shows where turbans were being featured. Yeah. And it was I like, know. they're making a comeback. And then our friend Anna, who writes that ultra-condensed movie reviews blog, which we love, which we love, she posted on the Facebook page this week, oh, good, if it's in the Times, it's official. So, it's, And they're, the headline of the story, the turban makes a fashion comeback. You heard it here first. Right? The turban, and it says the turban has never really vanished, but it has been lying low. Recently, though, this dormant trend has quietly but assertively surfaced at fashion shows and on city streets and podcasts from around the world. It doesn't say that last part, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. I, so I, I would like to think that we had a hand in that. I will think. I do I think. think. Next, we need to have some gold lipstick come back in. Like Goldie. Like, like Goldie from also from an early episode. So people, whenever you're turbinate now, you can be high fashion and also supporting the how much do you love podcast showing your support fantastic i actually did see a girl on the l the other day with a turban and she was kind of rocking the carrie bradshaw turban where she had her long wavy kind of rachel zoe hair and then the turban was just on top of it oh right which is very high Mm -hmm. fashion because i've always we say in that first episode that turban is kind of the sweatpants of hair yes you just don't want to mess with your hair that day you can turban it turban it um, well, and in fact, Marie, just a few weeks ago, also posted um, uh, modcloth.com. They have some turbans there. And remember that website that we liked for a while called uh, Turbanizer, where you could go yes. and could take any photo and put turbans on it, which yes. we then proceeded to do of our cats. Yes, exactly. And I think we might have used them for our Facebook um, profiles. And here's them yes. scrolling back. Here's another article from Anna at the end of October. Turbans for spring 2011 on TomandLorenzo.com. But what I'm really looking for was there was also, I think it was a listener named Jeannie, who posted a really terrific, like, old wartime video about, like, an instructional video about how to make all kinds of different turban type accessories love it that was where is it it must be well anyway it's somewhere on our facebook page and it was genius it made me i was like you can do this twist and then stick a feather in it or just twist it this way and stick on a brooch and it was fantastic so this is a brief callback to episode one how much do we love the turban the turban and um i wear some turbans in the show i'm doing right now so if you're in the dc area come see candide you'll get to see me turban it so, and you're leaving soon. I leave, uh, yeah. This this episode is being recorded in Chicago, as is the next one. But uh, <laughs> probably by the time the next one lands, I'll probably already be there. You'll be there. We're doing a double whammy today, but we're going to dole it out. Good times. 
It's exciting. So we want uh, everybody to go see Rob's show. And also, I think I could speak for a lot of listeners when I say that we would enjoy a video from you regarding your statue phobia. Oh, there we'll have to do an uh, a recap of statue phobia. Yeah. Similar to how much do we love Muzak, where I'm out of town yes. and I make a video. Maybe I'll do a montage of me confronting various statues in the D.C. area. I, that's what I'm hoping and ex- I'm ex- really, frankly truly expecting. Getting, I'm tr- <laughs> truly kind of getting anxious right now, just as I said this. Oh, I feel bad because I feel like I'm forcing oh. you to be in an uncomfortable situation. Okay, though. But it's in the be... name. It First of all, it is. it will help you face your fears. And it is also in the name of comedy. Yes, it will be funny, I'm sure. Um, probably more to us than to you. <laughs> I'm going to have to say the end of it will probably be the Lincoln Memorial because that is yeah. the worst one. Do you feel like you're going to try to just go there right away and knock it out just to see it? Because I don't, I'm really it? honestly getting anxious right now talking okay. about it. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have this thing about, especially when statues like part of it in my head when I picture it, it's the coming around a corner. Right. And, and with the Lincoln Memorial, unless you're walking in the middle of the reflecting pool, he's going to sneak out of you. That's you. what I'm saying. So I'm wondering if you should just like go it, and knock it off. Going, so then you've seen it. You're, you know you're, you're going, okay. As you're approaching it, there's columns are in the way, blocking the sight lines. And then all of a sudden, bam. Bam. He's huge. Yeah. And there he is. And those cheekbones. <laughs> the enormous hands. Okay. We're okay. getting off. All right. So it's- I do not love <laughs> statues, but I do no. love an irrational phobia. Okay. Well, let's 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 move on to happier things. So let's get to an. Let's move on to a new. How much do we love? How much do we love a small, elegant dinner party? I love it. I love it, and this uh, came to mind because uh, some friends of uh, mine and Doug's. We wanted to all go to uh, the Girl and the Goat restaurant together, mm-hmm. uh, which some of you who are Top Chef fans will know that Stephanie winner of like season three that's her restaurant here in Chicago we all wanted to go together and uh we couldn't get reservations and our friend said you know what why don't you just come over to our house that night but we'll do like a really like fun fancy foodie uh thing and they asked us just to bring wine and uh dessert and so we just went and it was just lovely like very civilized and how many people just the four of us. Oh, nice. It was really nice. And um, they have a cute uh, cute condo not far from our place. But we it was a dinner party that even though we were just going over to a friend's house, you felt like you wanted to put on a nice shirt yeah. for her and look, and look nice. And they had candles. And um, we had started with champagne and had two really great bottles of wine. And they uh, had said to me earlier uh, – you know what? We're thinking of cooking everything from various Barefoot Contessa recipes if you want to follow suit with your dessert. I know Palooza, as it were. Done. It was just so much fun. We They made the 40 clove uh, roasted chicken. Chicken, yes. Delicious. Like, wow, that was good. And a really uh, nice vegetable gratin. Nice salad with lemon it was just lovely. And it was like conversation was lovely and it was just the right size. It didn't feel like I enjoy a cocktail party and I enjoy like a super informal TV watching party. I enjoy all kinds of parties, but yes. this just the small 
well-appointed dinner party was fantastic. I love it. I love hosting that because I love to cook. And especially when you live by yourself, you can't cook a lot of things just for you. So for me, Mm -hmm. it's like an excuse to make stuff that I want to make that, you know, makes more sense to make for four or six or eight people. And and I love picking out my table linens and setting the table and making it, you know, having pretty candles and picking a cocktail for the night. That's I like to do that too. Yeah, uh, well, we we talked about doing that because uh, all all four of us uh, enjoy a good libation, but we decided to stick with wine. Um, I like that it was too. Really lovely. We started with a, a sparkling rosé mm. and two really good reds. It was very you tasty. Started with those. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Well, that's a, that was the whole. We started with the rosé, then we went okay because that but seems it, like that's three bottles and four people. And if that was what you started with, do you remember the second half of the night? Wasn't it? Like okay. But, now, what oh, was your contribution? Um, I well, I was gonna make something from the baked cookbooks until uh they said, hey, we're kind of doing uh Ina barefoot Contessa. Palooza. I was like, oh, great. Well, I'll go through and see what I can find. And I picked out something I'd seen her make on the show a million times and that seemed like seasonally appropriate. Um, it is, excuse me, it's a pumpkin banana mousse tart. Sounds kind of fancy. It's a lot of things going on. It's a lot of things going That's on. four things right there. And a I also was like keeping count of how many gadgets and implements I had to use to make it, which was more than I normally would do. It was a little fussy. So it was a little, well, it doesn't look fussy when you see her make it and it doesn't seem fussy afterwards, but it was a little fussy. But worth it. Was it worth it? Totally worth it. I'm totally sold on this recipe. It's Mm. from her um, Barefoot Contessa family style. I thought it was from the first one, but I think it's from like. I have to look. I don't know if I have that one. I may. I have to look. I haven't. You know, I have some of her cookbooks, and I haven't used them much. Part of it is that's part of it is that her recipes always make enough for like eight people. And mm-hmm. so there, she doesn't make a lot of food for one or, options. It's like, a, I mean, even her meatloaf recipe uses something like four pounds of turkey. It's something well, absurd. There's something ab- to the fact that I think she developed most of her recipes when she was running that yeah, catering fresh, specialty food. Like even, well, that brownie recipe of hers that I swear by. Yeah. Makes a, it makes a full sheet pan of brownies. I'm like, wow. well, when on earth? So I will only make that if we're having a big party or I'm in like, right. I made them recently because I'm in this huge show with a right. big cast. I'm like, well, I can make that, bring them to work. And between the cast and crew, they'll be gone. Well, remember when you were visiting and we had a Memorial Day barbecue and we made her fancy coleslaw. Which it, made it like made- a <laughs> gigantic popcorn bowl. Yes, it was like my enormous salad bowl. Yeah. was completely full for like six of us. And, you know, coleslaw is not something that you eat a lot of at one time. And um, that was a lot of coleslaw. So I don't, I love her recipes, but I should try to just look at them and figure out how to reduce them. But this one, I would definitely recommend. She even says in like the little forward to it, she's like that um, it has become a holiday tradition for her. And it was because she was looking for an alternative to pumpkin pie. It sounds terrific. Maybe I'll do it for our Thanksgiving. It's really, it's kind of a cheesecake more than mousse, actually, the consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it? chilled i mean is it it's not yeah, is it baked do, or chilled you probably have to make a tart shell and then bake the, it yeah graham cracker crust in the tart shell mm-hmm. um so i used the food processor that was like gadget number one mm-hmm. i could have just like rolling pin inside of a ziploc i suppose but or you know you whatever. can also just buy graham cracker crumbs now 
I know. It's just yeah. I'm not saying you should have. I just didn't know if you knew that. I did. So you do you do that, you and then you bake that in the oven, and then you do uh like a double boiler action, like bowl on top of right. some water, and you've got your brown sugar, your spices, three egg yolks, pumpkin puree. So it's like and custard. You, so that part you're kind of custarding and you, and you like cook that for like about 10 minutes all together until it gets thick Mm -hmm. and then you add dissolved gelatin one banana do you have to smush up the banana smush up a ripe banana Mm -hmm. um yeah it's really and then and then that it has to it has to set up for two hours so that was the other thing I was really nervous because I was like tiktok tiktok like (laughs) I started making it at two in the afternoon but then all of a sudden I was like I gotta get moving here or it's not it's set up Oh, and you fold in um, some whipped cream. Whipped cream. I, I assumed at the end that you'd have to whip cream and then fold that in to make it more Fold moussey. that in. So that that's where the KitchenAid all of a sudden needed to be used. That's kind of a lot of steps. It but was, it sounds but delicious. then I skipped a step by going Uh-oh. on to this awesome thing. I Oh, uh, right. Yes. Well, wait, let me to- just let me just say real quick that I will put a link to that cookbook on the How Much Do You Love page. Perfect. Yes. And so how did you save some time? Because you you decorate it with whipped cream as well at the end, like. But uh, instead of like using the KitchenAid again, which I suppose I could have because it was already out. But um, I used the we don't know how to say it icy or icy. Icy, I don't know how you pronounce it. Icy whipped cream gun thing oh, dispenser. Yeah, so that's our next sandwich. So do we love? I think we've talked about this before, but this is one that's worth bringing up because everybody's cooking for the holidays, and it's also a really terrific gift. Really sort terrific. of in the soda stream family where someone thinks they don't need it, but then you really can use it a lot. So how to, how to describe it? Well, it's a, it's a canister. Seen. It looks like a seltzer gun, right? It's a canister, like a stainless steel canister. And you just put the cream in it and you add powdered sugar, vanilla, or whatever your flavorings you want, or maybe some Grand Marnier. And then you put the top on and then you stick a, um, uh, it's like well, a nit- nitrous nit- nitrous cartridge yeah. nitrous oxide cartridge and and then you twist it and it goes and then you have whipped cream and it has a little fancy little spout to make yeah. fancy rosettes but also delightful to just and it keeps for a while right so sometimes i'll just make you know a half a pint and keep it i like it unsweetened and then if you have people over and they maybe they want to you could make them a baileys and coffee and stick a little whipped cream on it it's good this time of year for all of yeah. like warm drinks, maybe for holiday cocktails. You might use it for your holiday cocktail entry. But I'll put a link to that um, in on How Much Do We Love as well. And that's also in the How Much Do We Love store, which is a good place to find um, links to a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in one place. And that's howmuchdowelove.com slash store. It turned out really cute, though, this tart. And so I just did like little stars all the way around with the... Um, with the thing and then just a tiny then one star in the middle and a tiny little bit of orange zest on top of that Ooh, a touch of fancy well following also that that uh cooking rule that i love that you should garnish with something that is a that's in it's in it i was gonna say is there orange in yeah it? there's a tiny little that's very little but just enough that it really does flavor the actual sounds good um, it's got like i think it's like half a teaspoon of orange zest but oh yeah yummy well, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year, so it's a tasty one. Maybe and I'll add it to the menu. And the good news is, you can. Uh, she she recommends that you let it set up for two hours, but it can go all the way like overnight, overnight. or can be made up to two days. See, because we're gonna have to do a lot of the desserts are all gonna have to be done on Wednesday. 
Yeah. Jungle Marge and Bird Dock are coming from Atlanta. My sister and her oh, husband and kids are coming. I'm hosting at my own place. So that should be fun, which also means I need to start taking suggestions for this year's cauliflower gratin cheese sculpture topper. It is that time of year for cheese sculpture. Yeah, which, uh, you know, for those of you who are newer listeners, every year in the at the Davis Thanksgiving, Jungle Marge, my mother, makes this great cauliflower, creamy cauliflower gratin casserole thing that's delicious. But I decorate it with some sort of um, art. <laughs> I use the term loosely, made of American cheese. And it's a, kind of a tradition because we love a family tradition. Yes. So if you have some ideas, uh, previous designs have included... The Golden Gate Bridge, um, mm-hmm. a Triceratops. Um, the turkey was one of the first. Oh, an actual ones. turkey, yes. Uh, With the cranberry eye, I believe. Yes, uh, that was a toucan. Actually, I was mm-hmm. after my parents have gone to Panama. It oh, was yeah. a toucan. There, we did the. Um, I did Darth Vader one year, and also uh, we did a Barack Obama logo. <laughs> The year after oh, the election right. <laughs> i don't remember what i did last year i'm stumped so oh i did a well, cow wouldn't once have, wouldn't last year have been the obama logo that was two years ago he just got elected last year hmm. were you hasn't that been, ahead of, ahead of the been time two years no 2008 it's 2010 is it yeah oh it's two years i I should look at a Cause, calendar. Because <laughs> last year I was in Atlanta. I might be I'm really in... late for something right now. You could be. Uh, I think we're late for our third topic. Oh, yes. Oh, this We love uh, Mrs. Meyer's cleaning products. Yes. Delicious. They've been around for a while, but I just... Uh... And they look like it. They have kind of a fun, old-fashioned... Um, the packaging. Packaging, yeah. I just... Right now I'm using the lemon verbena... Uh, dishwashing Ooh. soap. Oh, it's really nice. They use, I think it's all biodegradable. They use like plant-based cleaning ingredients. Um, they don't use a lot of chemicals. So it's, you know, one of those along the line of method, which we also love. It's um, everything's a little safer and a little more green. And they have super cute old fashioned um, labels. You can get them here and there. I think you can get them at Target. You can get them at Whole Foods. You can get them at the Jewel here oh, in Chicago. But they have really good flavors. I, of course, like the lavender. The lemon verbena is great. They have basil. They have geranium. I think the first place I ever saw them were was at um, Cost Plus World Market. Oh, yeah. That seems like a place they would have them. They have them there. And that's where I first noticed that they have a lot of uh, pet products. Because oh, they actually they're, they're, they'll have a section of them that are that's in the like cleaning supply section. But then if you're in the like pet aisle of Cost Plus, there's um they have pet uh, products. Yeah, they have like a sprinkle that you can do. that's where I got those cool cat beds, remember? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying Mrs. Myers had pet products. Cost yes, saying, they do. Oh no, that's I'm what confused. I'm getting to. That's oh, where confused. I noticed that Mrs. Myers has cat products. All right. And, in that aisle and they have a little sprinkle thing that you can do on top of the litter litter. that's just like a litter freshener which i usually use arm and hammer but they also have uh and then they also have like kind of a febreze type thing to get pet odors out oh i'm looking i'm looking for it on the website it must be under the air fresheners section i bet well i I hope they haven't discontinued these but that's some of the first stuff that i ever noticed of theirs 
room freshener. Hmm, I don't know. Well, regardless, they have all kinds of good stuff. Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day is the full name, and we enjoy them. So check them out. Enjoyable. Um, I recommend that lemon verbena dishwashing. Aromatherapeutic. There's a fancy word for you. We like a good smell. We do like a good smell. So let's recap. The turban is back. Back, folks. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. On our first episode, you really did hear it here first. Mm -hmm. And we love the small dinner party. We love like to hear stories about other people's fun dinner parties. Yeah, and do you have like a go-to menu or a go-to item that you often will serve yeah. at your small dinner party? Like what's your let's a go-to side dish because that's a lot of times you get asked to bring a side. Do, or do you do you have a, some sort of entertaining tip for us about a small yeah. dinner party? Do you, uh, and then also we love the Ina Garten pumpkin banana mousse tart. Yes. Yummy. So good. Try it out for the holidays. Oh, I, we forgot to say something about the Whipper. That was the whole reason we were going to bring it back up. So I read this article, you guys. Oh, right. So this I've always good. been, you can put other stuff in there, right? Like you can put cocoa powder in with the whipped cream and then it makes kind of a chocolate mousse. But I read this article and I'll put a link to it that you can use it to infuse things like booze. Very exciting. Right? So I guess the pressure, there's some sort of science that happens where the pressure involved forces the flavor molecules into the, out of the food and into the, this is the science that I'm making up, but there is actual science involved. Um, I'm trying to find it. So like you could infuse vodka, I imagine, with maybe um, hot chili peppers. That's what I meant to do mm. when I had hot chili peppers and forgot Um Wait, I'm trying to find it. Where is it? Oh, here, Infusion Perfusion. I'll put up a link to this article. I want to try this. Have you guys ever tried this? You can infuse flavors into liquor and water-based things, too, almost instantly with nothing more than an IEC cream. We don't know how to pronounce it. It's ISI. Cream whipper. You can use seeds, herbs, spices, fruits, cocoa nibs, etc. Put it sounds room, awesome. Right? Put room temperature booze into the cream whipper. Add herbs, seeds, whatever. Close the whipper and charge it with nitrous oxide. Swirl gently 30 seconds and let stand 30 seconds more. Quickly vent the nitrous out of the whipper. Open it and strain out the infusion. Done. So, like, here's one where they infused something with parsley. I don't know if wow. I would do that. But, right? I can, can't you imagine maybe using... Um, but like basil or something? Yes. Fantastic. Right? And... Then there was another article that was linked to from this where someone was actually used, was kind of using it to infuse food. Like you would put chicken strips in there and put the marinade in. And then that seems a little weird to me, but apparently you can force liquid into food using pressure. So that's why this guy thought, well, maybe you can force the flavor out of the food into the liquid. And then he explains the science of it, which is completely different than what I made up, but exciting. Exciting. I want to try that. I feel like I want to make a spicy vodka to make, bloody mary's with that sounds fantastic Doesn't that sound good that'd be a good yummy Ooh, here's what drink. they made they took white rum cilantro thai basil and orange peel what perfect how does that how good does that sound they did it with star anise they did it with jalapenos they did it with ginger Ooh, nice sliced carrot they said that what didn't work so well and then cocoa nibs cocoa nibs is exciting in, I, they don't say what booze they used. I'm going to guess it was probably vodka. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry to throw this in the recap, but this was sort of 
That was one that of the was reasons, one of the reasons we, we wanted to talk, talk about, about it again. Whipper. So maybe you could experiment with that and then send it to us and let us know as a cocktail contest. Entry. And I'll tell you, as I was doing the whipper thing, I followed the directions of what I was, I was supposed to do in the KitchenAid. So I did like, I had sugar. All right, you just put all the right. Sugar and vanilla mm-hmm. in there. Oh, it's so tasty. I love that thing. I love use it, it all. I, it, because it's just it's so, it's really easy to whip cream in the KitchenAid, but you know, it's much easier to just dump it in this thing and turn well, a then, knob. Well, then you don't have the, the, the pastry the... bag and the star tip and all that oh, stuff, no. which I own, but I was like, eh. I've already used too many things. No, and that's why you have this. Yeah. I believe it might have. Was it a gift from me? It was a gift from you. And now I have a little bit extra left over. So before I take off for Washington, D.C., I'm going to make some hot chocolate tonight or something and use it up. Put a slug of um, like cinnamon schnapps in there. That I don't have, but I do have some Baileys. I could do some Baileys and coffee. You can't tonight. go wrong with that. All I right, got so a lot of packing to do, so I better. Oh, you better get on the ball. All right, so let's. And then the last of our recap was Mrs. Myers' clean day cleaning products, enjoyable. Love it. Um, and we've been talking about these fantastic cocktail ideas. We want to remind you that we are doing our first fall winter holiday cocktail contest. So uh, get your entries in. Yeah. Hear what you would serve at your holiday party and get together or brunch or whatever or what are you enjoying that's that is enjoying the flavors of the season so you can send those entries to us at podcast at how much do we love.com and you know it doesn't you don't have to make up a recipe maybe you just say my favorite thing is hot chocolate with this in it and then that's your recipe that's great because maybe we've never thought of that love it right it doesn't have to you don't have to be a mixologist to enter the contest and there will be prizes that will be announced um and then so that's it so turbans, dinner parties, pumpkin banana mousse tart, the whipped cream canister thingy, Mrs. Myers, and send us your cocktails. Done. Done. We'll see you next time on How Much Do We Love. Bye. Bye. Bye.